We continue the slow crawl that is the Major League Baseball offseason with some updated news on the shortstop market. The latest from President of Baseball Operations, John Mozeliak, on the possibility of getting a shortstop or an outfielder. Plus, another Cardinal has been added to Team USA for the World Baseball Classic. All on today's episode of Locked on Cardinals. You are Locked on Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Radio Sports Anchor, born and raised in the Lou and a lifetime Cardinals fan. And I'm your host for Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, covering your team every day. You can follow me on Twitter at JD Sports Radio. Follow the podcast at LO underscore Cardinals. I want to thank those of you who have made Locked On Cardinals your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. Also on YouTube. Make sure you like and subscribe and comment so you can interact with us and hit that notification button so you know when new episodes are posted. This is a show serving Cardinal Nation and giving the best fans in baseball all of the info about the birds on the bat. So the shortstop market has four major names on it. Trey Turner. Carlos Correa, Xander Bogarts, and Dansby Swanson. And the Cardinals don't need a shortstop. But these are four of the top bats on the market. And if you want to really improve your team this offseason, you can do that by landing one of these guys. So here are some of the latest updates on what insiders are hearing and saying about where these guys may land. Let's start with Xander Bogarts. He opted out of his deal with the Red Sox. Many consider him I guess like the third best of the, the four shortstops that are available. I think a lot of people put uh, Trey Turner, number one, then Carlos Correa. But you can argue that if you want. Uh, Mark Feinsand at MLB.com listed seven potential landing spots for Bogarts. And here's his list. He's got the Red Sox. The team has uh, never said they didn't want him and will continue to go after him. The Phillies, who have been rumored to really want Trey Turner. But if they don't get him, might turn their attention over to Xander. The Dodgers, who if they can't get Turner back, will surely be in on Bogarts, Correa, and Swanson. Uh, he also brought up in this article that if the Dodgers get judge, they could move Mookie Betts to second base and then Gavin Lux to shortstop. I mean, what a bag of riches the Dodgers have, right? To move your all-star former MVP outfielder and just go, hey, why don't you come on in and play a little infield? Why don't you, why don't you play some second base for us? Very nice. Must be, it must be nice to have that uh, available to you. Uh, the Padres, which you might say, wait a second. You've got Fernando Tatis Jr. What the heck's going on there? But after not having him this past year, they realized that Hassan Kim was uh, pretty good at shortstop. And uh, they were already kind of tinkering with putting him out in the outfield from time to time because they're trying to save his body because he keeps getting hurt all the time, diving for balls. I don't know if there's anywhere you can keep him from getting hurt in the infield or the outfield. Might have to make him a DH if that's what you're worried about, if he's going to be that fragile all the time. But um they were worried about that stuff before the injuries and the suspension this past year. So, um, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with Tatis Jr. yet, but uh, obviously you got to have his bat at the lineup. Uh, the Cubs are on the list here. They appear to be ready to spin to the position, whether it's Bogarts or Correa, who MLB.com's John Morrissey thinks that uh, Morosi, by the way. People are saying Morrissey earlier, and I it got in my head. Morosi is how you say it. Um, he thinks that... Uh, He'd be in a good, uh, be a good fit in Chicago saying, I still look at the North side of Chicago, a team that had a lot of interest in him out of the draft initially and a team that's now looking for the credibility to arrive once again to contender status in major league baseball. 
Carlos Correa, I believe, needs that stage of the Northside marquee team to try to get back to the postseason. And the Cubs need him. The mutual interest and collaboration there for Correa with the Cubs, just to me, makes too much sense. I believe Correa leaves the Twin Cities and Chicago, to me, is the most likely destination. Although sources told ESPN's Jeff Passan that the Twins are making a strong push to re-sign him and build their franchise around his talent, and he thinks that Correa's next contract is going to exceed $250 million. Not bad. Uh, Twins, if things don't work out with Correa, perhaps they pivot to Bogarts next. And then his last spot is the San Francisco Giants. The team is reportedly chasing Aaron Judge, but if that falls through, they could land Bogarts and then move uh, Brandon Crawford to second base. Something that's a possibility. and that's it. <laughs> no Cardinals mentioned whatsoever in any of these landing spots for Xander Bogarts. But does that mean that the Cardinals are 100% out of the shortstop market? It sure feels that way. Um, but John Mosellock did speak, uh, speak with Ken Rosenthal recently, and um, he asked him. He asked him boldly was about the shortstop position as well as if he'd be willing to add a piece in the outfield. You're going to find out what he said about that next on Locked on Cardinals. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, they've got it all at BetOnline.net. They're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix on whichever sport you are interested in. Thursday night football tonight, AFC East battle between the eight and three Buffalo Bills at the six and five New England Patriots. Bills are favored by three and a half. College games are up for the uh, conference championships this weekend. Michigan, Purdue, Georgia, LSU, and many more. Put your picks in, possibly make yourself some money. Head to the website today, or you can use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Thanks for making Locked on Cardinals and Locked on MLB Prospects your first listen today, which is who we had on yesterday. So I still have that in my script here, which is a mistake. But yeah, go look at MLB Prospects while you're at it. Uh, for your second listen, check out Locked on Sports today for the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked on can provide. Locked on Sports today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. The Athletics' Ken Rosenthal unleashed an article about what he's hearing leading up to the winter meetings in Major League Baseball. And he talked about the three-year, $58.5 million deal that the Astros just struck with Jose Abreu, the possibility of former Cardinal Colton Wong going to the Mariners. And he does bring up the Redbirds and what they might do. So here is what Mr. Rosenthal had to say about the Cardinals. He says that Cardinals GM John Mosellock, in a telephone conversation, made it clear The team's number one priority is acquiring an everyday catcher. Asked about the possibility of adding a shortstop, Mosellock said, Tommy Edmond is a very, very good shortstop. Mosellock allowed that uh, a change change in the marketplace could prompt him to adjust it short, but it's doubtful he could strike a bargain in free agency or in a trade. As for the outfield, Mosellock said the Cardinals have numerous options, describing top prospect Jordan Walker as, quote, the biggest wild card. He did not rule out a veteran addition, but such a player likely would be a backup behind Tyler O'Neill, Dylan Carlson, and Lars Newbar. So to me, that says a few things, okay? It says we're fine at shortstop, and we're not really considering any of these guys at shortstop. And any additional infielder that they might bring in strictly is going to be a backup, okay? Uh, they've got Paul DeYoung on the roster, and he's costing them $9 million still. And whether you like it or not, Uh, He's going to be there, 
And unless some team, unless some team is willing to take on at least a portion of that Paul DeYoung salary and uh, what's going on with the remaining details of his contract, which is I think he's got two player options and you got to buy those out. Um, they can put him in a deal with somebody. Uh, there's been talk about pairing him up with, say, a Lars Newbar to move him, but I just don't know anybody who's going to want him. Or you can cut him. You can cut him if you want to, but you still got to pay the guy. But it just feels to me like they're they're going to give him another shot in spring training and hope that uh, maybe some work with new hitting coach Turner Ward will do him some good. And that's the optimistic approach that the Cardinals probably have going into this. But the reality has been the last couple seasons, Paul DeYoung is not a good baseball player anymore, at least uh, hitting-wise, okay? He just hasn't been very good, and you're genuinely paying $9 million to a guy to be a defensive replacement at the end of ball games, And that's not ideal for a team that doesn't have the luxury of just wasting money whenever they want. You know, they're, they, they pay their players, but they're still on a budget, clearly, or they'd go out and buy all these guys like some of these bigger market teams are doing, and that's just not the Cardinal way. I mean, just imagine what the Cardinals could do if they had $9 million freed up plus the money they've already got free what they could be doing with that. And it's uh, a bit of a handcuff. Paul DeYoung's a bit of a handcuff on this payroll right now. But um, I don't want you to get too upset. So don't think about that situation too much because it's not real. But $9 million plus what they got free already, that's kind of like 20-something million dollars you could be spending on somebody. Uh, How about the catching rumors? Rosenthal says that the Astros are in discussions with Wilson Contreras. And the interesting thing he added was the Astros like Contreras in part because he can play left field, particularly at Minute Maid Park, which has the second smallest left field in the majors after Fenway Park. Wait, what? So you're going to sign your catcher for $27 million maybe and then stick him in left field? I know he played some outfield back when he was a rookie, but that was a few years ago, man. Just kind of an odd thing to do with uh, you know an expensive free agent catcher. Go stick him somewhere else. Kind of odd to me, but... Hey, it's your team. Uh, And now the Cubs are showing interest in former Astros catcher Christian Vasquez. So let me put this out there. What happens if the Guardians, who have been the big rumor of moving pieces to get Sean Murphy from the A's, they're the only one that I've seen that's been brought up. Uh, What if they get Murphy, the Astros get Contreras, and then the Cubs take Vasquez? Where does that leave the Cardinals? You got the Blue Jays guys, Kirk and Jansen, if you want to trade for them. And then it's a lot of leftover dudes like Mike Zanino, Tucker Barnhart, Gary Sanchez, among others that are just kind of floating around and are there if you need them. But none of them are, you know, upper echelon type players anymore. So no new shortstop, at least not any of the big names, no new outfielder except in a backup role. And then if you get squeezed out of the top catchers and have to settle for a lower tier guy, where is this the payroll is going up portion happening? Starting pitching in the bullpen? Where's this money going? Who's it going to? Because so far, it's been, again, radio silence about the Cardinals so far in free agency and on the trade market. We haven't heard anything. Maybe things will pick up when the winter meetings start on the 4th, but so far, nothing. Now, one of the pitchers that will be on the roster is now set to suit up for Team America at the World Baseball Classic. We'll talk about it next on Locked on Cardinals. Future Cardinals Hall of Famer Adam Wainwright is set to hang up his cleats and his glove and everything else that he's got equipment-wise after the season. But before he heads into spring training at Jupiter, he's going to be wearing a totally different uniform. 
after agreeing to join Team USA at the World Baseball Classic. Rob Raines at sdlsportspage.com wrote that Wainwright said he received a phone call from former Cardinal Mark DeRosa, who will manage the U.S. squad about a month ago, asking if he would be interested in playing. And apparently Wainwright did not hesitate, said, yeah, I'm on board. Uh, the tournament will be played during spring training, and Wainwright said he will work to be ready to pitch when he arrives at the Cardinals camp in Florida, where he will have a couple of weeks to train before joining the U.S. team workouts. Wainwright says in the article that he has wanted to play on the U.S. Olympic team his whole life, adding that, quote, one of the reasons I am really looking forward to it is because I see how those guys are competing, and I see how intense it is, and I need that. I want to go into the season this year already locked in. Normally in spring training, the outcome has no bearing or effect on anything. These games matter. I want that. I want to go into the season after winning the World Baseball Classic for our country. I want to go into the season this year locked in and prepared to pitch at a level mentally that I haven't gotten to in a while. I think this will help me get there. He'll be there with uh, teammates Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado on the U.S. team. And if uh, the schedule lines up, this could be interesting. He could even find himself pitching in a game against the Puerto Rican team, which is managed by Yadier Molina. How about that? Which would be an explosion of Cardinal goodness, I'm sure, for the fans. They would just sit there and gawk over, oh my gosh, wait, I'm against Molina. You guys will just be loving that for a few hours, wouldn't you? But um, a pretty cool start to his final season in pro baseball. The World Baseball Classic begins March 8th, and although the rosters aren't finalized yet, Team USA uh, already has Goldie and Arenado at the corners. The Mets, Pete Alonso, also a first baseman on the team. At catcher, you've got the Phillies, JT Real Muto, and the Dodgers, Will Smith. Boston's Trevor Story at second. The Shy Sox, Tim Anderson at shortstop. The Royals, Bobby Witt Jr. is also in, one of the uh, great up-and-coming young stars in the game. In the outfield, you've got the Dodgers' Mookie Betts, or I guess he can play second base now. Apparently, that's a thing for him. Uh, Orioles' Cedric uh, Mullins is there. The Angels' Mike Trout. And the Astros' Kyle Tucker. The pitchers that have signed up so far, Wainwright, the Yankees' Nasty Nestor Cortez. You've got the D-backs' Merrill Kelly, and just announced today the Giants' Logan Webb. The bullpen's got the Pirates' David Bednar, the Brewers' and St. Louis' native Devin Williams, and the Orioles' Dylan Tate. So those are the names so far. Solid squad. How much fun is that going to be to watch, though, that middle of the order, which I, I want to point out particularly, uh, Trout, Goldschmidt, Arenado. Man, can we get that on the Cardinals? Can we please get that on the Cardinals? If the Angels stink again this year and they decide they're going to trade off Otani, can we get Mike Trout to St. Louis? That would be, wow, that would be a dream, right? And we'll get to see how they play together coming up in the spring of 2023. But we're all feeling the Team USA vibes in the uh, in the World Cup right now. They made it to the final 16. And then this spring, we can wave the red, white, and blue for the baseball team when their Pool C play begins on March 11th. Uh, they're going to be in a pool against Mexico, Colombia, Canada, and Great Britain. So that should be a lot of fun to watch, too. All right, thanks for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen today. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. As always, be sure to like and subscribe on YouTube. Follow on Twitter at LO underscore Cardinals and at JD Sports Radio. You are the best fans in baseball for a reason, and I'll see you next time on Locked On Cardinals. 